Well, Pip Pip and Cheerio, my little people. I don't know. <laughs> I've really you, ran you out just of steam like, there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I could see the look of panic as you're like, what am I going to do to start the episode? <laughs> That's actually not what it was. I said, and I, I said Pip Pip and then realized I had pressed mute before, oh, no. d- during the th- intro. Because I was like, Whoopsie ah, just in case I make a noise. And then when I needed to make noise, nothing happened. Mm. But uh, but Pip Pip Cheerio, my little people. How we doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, living the dream, man. Be good, thanks, Nick. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I mean, they're You've good You've already thanks, done this on the podcast. You cannot thanks. continue good doing this. Thanks. But what I we know. can do is talk about uh, the fact that today we are doing our award show. Yay. Season three awards. Oh, We're all yeah. dressed up in our finest clothes. That's yes. Designer wear. Nick, who are you wearing? Uh, Nick is fully nude. I am wearing... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I am wearing Gildan, their finest. Um, <laughs> and Adidas. Finest fruit of the loom. Oh, lovely. Uh, awesome. All right, guys. Uh, this has been quite a season. And I uh, I will tell you, you know, going through and, and doing all of the awards, woof, it, it has been up and down, we'll say. Sure. We've had some high highs and some low lows. Excellent. Uh, but it, it'll be... Uh, Makes for great television, you know? Uh, absolutely. Of course it does. <laughs> but it's going to be an interesting one. Um, we'll <laughs> say that. Uh, so the way that we've done this uh, previously, uh, we have our best awards. We have our worst awards. You know, the quote-unquote not Razzies. Uh, we have our right, little right. random categories that we each picked something for. Uh, and then we'll go through our top 15 ranked artists. Excellent. And that's that's the plan. I love it. And that's what it. we're doing. Uh, so I guess I'll start with 15 through 11. Might as well just, I love just roll right into it, huh? Sure. Uh, so at 15, uh, we have scoring a 33.4. Uh, okay. That is Mr. Chet Atkins. Oh, okay, nice. Way to get into the, uh, the award show, Chet. Yeah. Proud of you, buddy. He did well. He did well. Now, going up to, to 14, okay. uh, scoring a, and I will get the score, scoring a 33.8, so very close wow. to Chet. I was going to say, like, for the top 15, these aren't particularly high scores. And that's indicative of this season, my friend. Sure. Right, right, right. Uh, we have Def Leppard. Oh, uh, okay. Just that makes sense. eking out uh, Chet Atkins. Right. Uh, 13, we have our boy Bob Seeger and his Silver Bullet Band with a 34.1. Excellent. Uh, we're going to move on to 12, uh, a very recent intro. Uh, we have the Foo Fighters with a 34.3. Ah, okay. Very good. And also relatively Fighters. recent towards the end of the season. We really picked up at the end. Yeah. yeah there was an so. uptick. Uh, is Ozzy Osbourne with a 34.7. Okay. So that's oh, the uh, great 15 guy, through 11. Yeah, that's 15 through 11. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, and I guess we'll revisit that later, but we've got some other stuff to do now. Yeah, we do. Does, who wants to do it? Who wants to go first? Oh, God, I don't know. Well, what awards are we even giving out, Pat? So I guess we'll start with our our random awards. So we have our biggest surprise, our biggest disappointment, um, our biggest personal upset score-wise. Right, right. And then our wait and see, and then our worst album that we listened to the entire time. Right. So that's, that's where yeah. we're at. Okay, great. You know, we haven't really heard much from you, Alex. I would love to hear about your biggest surprise of the season first, if you could tell us oh, a little bit about that. That's great. You know, and, and you know, it's an honor to be here at this award show, you know. Uh, 
I would like to thank the Academy, you know, for having me present these awards. Uh, so my award for biggest surprise, you know, there there were a couple of honorable mentions here. Of course. I, I, I think I was really surprised by the Cardigans. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, they were really solid with all their stuff. Um, I was really surprised by Living Color because I didn't expect to like them as much as I did. I sure. know I like Cult of Personality, but they were just really consistently talented, and I, I didn't really expect that from them. But my biggest surprise overall um, was Guster because I didn't know nothing of Guster coming into the episode and came out right. like they, they were one of my one of my favorites of the season. Great. Um, I really enjoyed them, um, their, their so- instrumentation, their songwriting. Um, it, was, it was all really good. So that's my biggest surprise. How about you, Nick? Very cool. You know, I could almost kill you for mentioning it. You actually <laughs> talked about the group that I have as my, my biggest surprise, winning my award. Uh, so I'll have to at least bring up my runner-up. But for me, the biggest surprise was definitely the Cardigans. Because, I mean, I think we all knew Loveful, but otherwise that group was completely a mystery to all, to all of us. Very true. Uh, and they turned it out to be, like, just fantastic songwriters. Like, their arrangements were always super interesting. Uh, we got to talk about Nina Person, and her name is Person, and we all really loved that as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we really did. We, we really did. We love a good name on this show. Um but I just I just ended up really loving pretty much every single song that they put out, and I was I was totally shocked that they ended up like ending, beating Joan Jett on their own episode, which you know obviously one of those is a bigger name than the other. I um, would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. Now my my backup, which I'll mention because yeah. you know Alex, of course, met, you know took a little bit of my thunder with the card. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Uh, is especially for me. And this, you know, certain albums not included when I say this. Uh, but how much I ended up enjoying the first two albums of Kraftwerk, when Kraftwerk is essentially a band made explicitly to make me angry. Uh, Very and true. like they're they're perfectly they're ergonomically designed for me not to like them. Uh, and I ended up liking them very much <laughs> for the they're first. Ergonomically two designed yes. to make me not like them. <laughs> Uh, and it turns out uh, they did do some really awesome stuff uh, at the beginning of their career, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, but Pat, okay. that brings us to you. <clears throat> so I, uh, you guys didn't touch either of mine, so I feel oh, good. Perfect. I have my oh, my winner and my runner up, uh, and I'll say my runner up. Uh, and Nick, you and I talked about this, Alex. You weren't on this episode. Uh, is Ozzy Osbourne's first album? Oh, and sure. how enjoyable it was. Like. It's very good. Not knowing what we know about Ozzy Osbourne as a persona and things like that, I wasn't expecting to really like in depth enjoy his music all that much, mm-hmm. and I really had a good time his, with it. Is his yeah. first one um, Blizzard of Oz? Yes, correct. That is a good album. Yeah, and it, it is. is. And I had never I heard obviously you know the big staples from that album, but I hadn't heard the you know the B side stuff, the less famous stuff. Nailed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but my winner. In terms of how I, how much I enjoyed overall the the listening and the writing of it, and specifically is uh, the Lumineers. Oh yeah, just sure. overall, I had, I knew oh. Ho Hey, right, and listening to the in depth writing and and the growth of that band was very enjoyable to me, and really surprising because Ho Hey is not really an in depth song, so the fact that they had oh. all that depth underneath, yeah, definitely, uh, was really good. good. Cool. Oh. Well, then, you know what? Let's kind of uh, hey. snake this a little bit. You've just oh. talked about your disappointments, Pat, or your surprises, but now I'd like to hear your You want to hear my disappointments? 
and not just like you ranting at me about all the ways you're disappointed in me like you do off camera all the uh, time. We do not have uh, much time in this episode for that. <laughs> I know. Just about the music. Your stupid, dumb, perfect face and your wonderful smile. Jerk. Look at his hair today. Yeah, it's impeccable. Yes. How dare well, you? Impe- yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. So this season, I would feel remiss to say my biggest disappointment is very obvious, I think, in terms of my complaints throughout the season. My runner-up is a specific person, though. Okay. And I include, like, when I say a disappointment, it's somebody that I expected more from. You know, so sure, like, absolutely. obviously there's people who I hated outright, but I and that you knew you weren't going to like or, yeah. you know, you have certain expectations going in. But this is, you know, yeah. you end up getting worse than you expected. Right. And that for me is Andy Grammer as the runner up. Uh, OK, mm. I had Andy Grammer as well, but as a runner up or as your winner. As my winner, but that's okay. I'm that's sorry. Okay. I'll talk. I have I have a back. Discuss more. No, because I just want to mention that and I'll let you go in more in depth. I don't have a specific biggest disappointment except for the sheer amount of awful lyrics we had this season. That yeah, was really it's disappointing. The worst we'll ever get. It was so consistently bad. I at times was really just like I I feel bad even mentioning this. It's the third week in a row. I have to just rail against how terrible the lyrics are. But it was, yeah. and it was, I mean, we had some moments, and we'll talk about them in our, right. you know, our best awards and stuff like that, of really good poetic talent. But sure. man, were the lows low. <laughs> yes, they were. Whew. Yes, they were. That's mine. Okay. That's where I'm Fair at. enough. So, I'll mention Andy Grammer. I mean, I have another a backup as well. Um, but, obviously, at least Pat and I really adored his first album. We thought it was really, really? great. Uh, modern rhythm and blues pop rock mixture um, like that blue-eyed soul feel and he was doing it really well his songs did not seem in any way contrived um, like he, he really it really felt authentic and then after that first album there was an immediate pivot to just commercializing the music and it it immediately stopped sounding authentic it all at like every last second of every song was how can I get the most uh, airplay out of this how can I appeal to the the lowest common denominator with this? Yeah, he really regressed. Uh, and that to was the re- mean. Yeah, exactly. It was it was upsetting to to listen to. Um, but my other disappointment <clears throat> was all the way back towards the beginning in the first five episodes of the season. It was mm. Wild Cherry. Oh yeah, um, because play that funky music. Great, great funky one. song. Like you got to love it. So great they wrote it, but eight or nine times. I know that was the <laughs> issue because and and. I don't know how, and we said this on the episode, I don't know how much of it was the band and how much of it was the pressure they were receiving, um, you know, from the record label to just write that same hit again. Yeah. We'd love for any members of Wild Cherry to reach out and tell us. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, Because we felt like they had talent, like they they were good players, they had a good singer, they showed the ability to write some decent songs on the first album, like particularly play that funky music, but everything after that just felt like trying to recapture the good old days of play that funky music and they never really got over the hurdle of trying to write that song a second time which sucked for a, a group that definitely had some talent and could have done more i believe the term is a big oof yeah that's that's correct <laughs> all right the colloquial term i'll take it over uh so so i actually had one going into this and then as we were talking i actually Remembered another artist that we did. So I'm going all the way back to, to episode one. Oh, man. And this was my original choice, which was U2. 
I didn't really find U2's music enjoyable. A lot of it just kind of felt ambient, you know, and mm-hmm. soundscapey. You know, there wasn't really much, much to look for in any of the songs. You really were in my that opinion. New Kids on the Block won that episode. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, <laughs> no. uh, but I, I realized I, I went into that episode with a with a uh, wanting to hate YouTube because I, sure. I haven't liked YouTube since I was in high school and like which was like ago. last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Just and then I remembered I remembered a band that we did that was just the, I knew two of their songs going into it and their two songs were fun and and I really enjoyed them. And the rest of their music was absolutely abysmal, and that's the B fifty twos. Yeah, they were really bad. They they had they were their first album was was horrible. I and it didn't really go that much up from there. No, and it was just such a disappointment to the point where like you know you can't really listen to B fifty twos anymore. They'll go oh this this band again like yeah not great. Um, But we did learn something very valuable that episode. The Sprecka song. No, that Nick does a phenomenal impression of that man. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to is, the episode if you want to if, hear. It. If he needs to do, be in the B 52s cover band, if the world's going to end and if Nick doesn't sing B 52 <laughs> songs, Nick will be okay. We'll all be okay. okay. Nick, Nick can do it. Yeah. No uh, so I'll just take us right to our next category, which is the biggest upset. Right. And I kind of stretched it. Just to be clear, I just want to clarify this for anybody who's like, disappointment, upset. We mean like literally where a score was an upset. So it, a one that we didn't expect to win that won or one that we expected to win that didn't. Like things like that. The biggest upset yeah. score-wise. We're not necessarily upset ourselves. <laughs> right. Just yeah. the biggest score upset. Right. And uh, so my biggest score upset was, and I, get, I, I think I'm stretching this a little bit. Okay, stretch but, it out, silly putty it up. My, in my opinion, the biggest upset is oh, I want somebody to win, or oh, I wanted this person to lose, and and yeah. you, they didn't. All of uh, season season three, episode fourteen, Ted Nugent, ninety eight degrees kiss. Yeah. I didn't want any of them. To win. It would have been You're great if they could have all had lost. to win. If, I yeah. yeah, I was upset because somebody <laughs> had to win. And it yeah. was Kiss, which is probably the least offensive of all of them. 100%. Yeah. But man, was yeah. was well, it I tough to? S- I wouldn't say Kiss is the least offensive because oh no, yeah, but like, is definitely the least offensive. And he's, on any given day, you can you can kiss. say yeah, you can you can say it's a different person. Well, not Ted Nugent because, but okay. man, it, it, that episode was horrible. <laughs> Ted Nugent, yeah, my biggest. You know what? 15. I you know what? I changed my mind. My biggest disappointment. Of this episode uh, of this season was Ted Nugent. I knew he was the worst person in the world going into the episode. He went even but lower. Actually, doing the research, he somehow turned out to be a worse person than that. I was That's like, this impressive. guy is literally just disgusting. No, he's worse than disgusting. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 he's created a new tier below disgusting. <laughs> exactly. Which is just Nugent. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Nicholas, what was your okay. biggest upset? So, uh, I also did not choose like someone who won an episode necessarily here, um, and all they really they they put up a good score. Um, my my upset is Living Color getting into the 30s because I think going into yeah. it, none of us ever thought based on the fact that we knew one song and Cold of Personality was like their whole all of what Living yeah. Color was that they were a band that was going to be so good and consistently writing great songs and showing awesome talent on every album. Uh, and that they would end up competing 
on an episode with Paul Simon and getting into the 30s. So even though they didn't win, I mean, just the fact that they, like, really just absolutely blew us away I'll tell after you, man, that not was expecting a, anything was was very cool. That might have been, like, just looking at it, that might have been the overall strongest episode of the season. It was it was Paul wet, Simon, was Living Color, close. and Big Sam's Funky Nation were all yeah, very enjoyable. All very listens. good. It was either that or episode 24 for me. Which That's was Foo Fighters, exactly. Decemberist, Vampire Weekend. They were my two favorite episodes for sure. It's close. I also, Sans, Sans Joan Jett, because I didn't really like Joan Jett. I would also say The Cardigans, um, Joan Jett, and, and Adele, Adele. Yeah. was a great episode. Well, Adele I agree. is phenomenal. Adele. 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 Uh, okay, so it's my turn it for is. the biggest upset, and I'm going to do this. I'm not telling you yet. I'm holding off. I have to. It spoils another category. Oh my, my biggest goodness. upset is something that's going to happen later in this episode. All right, all right. We'll, wow. let you, we'll let you get away with it. This episode is shrouded in mystery. I, ha- I have to do it. I have to. Okay. But I'll I will out. go I'll on out. to wait and see. Please. And I, I'm glad I'm going first because I wasn't sure if Alex was going to pick this person for wait and see. Yeah, I'm picking it. But I, I know exactly I, who it is. I have to go with Billie Eilish. Um, she's got to be my wait and see. So she's 19 years old. She's released two albums, and, like, the level of enjoyment I got in between albums one and two. Like, I enjoyed a lot of album one, but there was a lot of issues. But the the strength of writing and the depth of the lyrics and stuff was so much stronger in album two. I'm really excited for where her career goes. And it also seems like, you know, before I picked this, I had a couple in my head, and I, I, you know, did a little bit of research. I looked up some stuff. I watched some interviews. I'm really intrigued by her as a person. And, like, the fact that she's, like, pretty aware of her artistic side and, like, making music. And I'm curious to see what she's going to pump out as, you know, as the years go on. So we're waiting and seeing. Well, all right, then. Very good. I guess I'll go so Alex can have some time to figure out what he wants to say now. Uh, And I don't think it'll be too surprising to anyone who's listened to us uh, that my wait and see for this season is, of course, the one and only Alan Stone. Yeah. uh, Who I, of course, adore in every way and uh since the time that we actually did his episode he's released a new album it was i guess maybe a quarantine project of his to rework uh several of the songs from all of his previous albums into like essentially solo piano or solo guitar arrangements with using either just one of those instruments or the other with uh choral effect backing vocals and harmonies as the entirety of um the instrumentation, which was really interesting to listen to. I really liked what he did with a lot of his songs there. You know, a, a new way to experience them. But Alan's a great songwriter. Uh, he's He showed growth from every album. Uh, I think he's one of the best things in modern R&B music. Uh, and I look forward to, to getting more of that because he's one of those artists that I doubt is ever going to have, uh, you know, much in the cultural impact. But the more albums that he puts out where he consistently writes excellent lyrics uh, and really enjoyable music, the higher we could see his other scores go up and kind of, you know, keep boosting. He and could sneak and in like Tedeschi, like the, the, the Tedeschi totally. truck band. Totally, like Really yeah. kind of catapulting himself up there, yeah. Absolutely. And a great voice. Always, like, for sure. super great singer. All right. That brings it to me. So, as everyone can tell, my wait and see was Billie Eilish. I'm sorry, buddy. I... Hey, it's it's okay because it because it actually gave me a chance to 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 take this in a different direction. This category, um, so I have my wait and see as Ben Folds, 
who established himself, you know, as a great songwriter, great instrumentalist. Uh, we, I, I think we were all very high on him. Um, but recently, we didn't talk about this on the podcast. I don't know if you guys know about it. He put out this song called 2020, uh, like, you know, in, toward the end of 2020 last year. That is the cheesiest thing I've ever heard in the whole wide world. And, <laughs> and I'm not a big fan. Reverse fi- wait and see. Well, well yeah, he's waiting so- to see the bounce back now. Yeah, so uh, there's there's um, news that he's been, and I'm on his Patreon, so I've been kind of getting updates from him. And he's been recording a new album in quarantine, and I believe he's he's doing it all himself again, much like Rockin' the Suburbs. Okay. So my wait and see is to see if that can you know sustain that level of amazingness that Ben Folds okay. has been, or if we're gonna see some some fall off. And now I would like to add on an additional wait and see for Ben Folds, which is can he get married 10 times before he dies. That will be my wait and see. Oh, He's already like halfway there. So uh, I'm he taking the under on that. You're taking the under? Okay. I believe in true love, so I'm going to say he eventually finds true love. After five more marriages? Maybe, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll wait right. and see. All right. But that's, yeah, all right. That's and the then, name of the award. <laughs> and then I'll take us to the worst album listen. Yeah. And, and I, I had another answer for this, but I think one of you guys is going to take it. But this is a very similar album as the other one I was going to say, which is I'm saying 2.0 by 98 degrees. Um, sure. I think yeah, sure. I think all the boy bands just had horrible, horrible last albums because part of being a boy band I think is being young, being you know impressionable on teenage girls, and once you get like in your you know 30s, 40s, it's like all right now the 30 and 40 year olds who are going to listen to you, you know they're not enjoying this kind of music anymore. Yeah. So See, that that that's my worst album list, and it wasn't good. There was no kind of redeeming qualities of it at all. I already know what the other one you would have picked is, and I would have gone with that one over the ninety eight degrees one. Still sure. not. I, I was figuring. Though. I was figuring one of you. Oh, did you pick it, Nick? Oh, don't worry. Everything's oh, okay. fine, Alex. <laughs> all right, we're all good. All right, so Nick, right. why don't you take us to the next album? Um. Well, it, can I just choose a discography? Because uh, it's New Kids on the Block. It's every song they ever wrote. It's it. They, it was insufferable. <laughs> It was I was about so to say mine bad. would have definitely if I'm picking an album, it's ten. Understandable. Um, no, which that's was their, I was like, boy band which wise. was like their sixth album. Yeah. And then I we was, added in like their live albums and compilations, and it was still like their ninth album. Was, like learn how to count. Oh bad. Yeah. N- it Nick was and terrible. I Nick and I were talking um before before the podcast, and I was mentioning I was like, Yeah, I don't really know what my worst album listen is. I was thinking about doing ten. Uh, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he could he could do 10. But then I was like, and then I was also thinking about 2.0. And Nick said, well, if you want to do 2.0, it's all yours. So I was like, okay, so somebody obviously yeah. had 10 in there. As well, yeah, I had, I had all New Kids on the Block. But I would love to throw out an honorable mention to Funplex by the B-52s. Oh, Their bad. most recent album where it just, oh, man, did it get really it's bad. bad. It's bad. <laughs> Especially Love in the Year 3000 is the one that I would like just everyone to remember how bad that song was. Yeah. Uh, That's horrible. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of choices here. Um, Obviously, there's artists like Ted Nugent, who we really didn't enjoy. Um, There it is, the boy bands, which, you know, pretty... I, I would say that in terms of hate, I'm not there for 98 Degrees. Very bland uh. all the way through. Just bland. We like all know. We all know bland. who you hate, Pat. Uh, I'm agreeing with Nick about New Kids on the Block. Yeah, my absolute worst album listen is Limp Bizkit. Yeah, which album? Be- uh, um, significant Other, uh, for the most okay. part. Mm. Uh, just lyrically, absolutely hideously offensive. 
instrumentally, nothing really to redeem it at all. Did not enjoy it at all. Fred Durst can probably just never make music again, and I'd be a happy camper. But the reason it's my worst album listen is because whenever I have to think about Significant Other, I have to remember that it went seven times platinum in the United States, which means 700,000 people. Seven million people? Seven million people. I'm thinking British. I was thinking British, where it it went platinum, so 100,000 British people. So at least only right. only some of them hate it. Only some of them like it. Seven million people um, bought that album, and I'm sure only six million of them were Fred Durst, and that's yeah, a problem probably. And, and Pat, you know, it, it's funny that you said Fred Durst would never make music again because, like, two weeks after we released uh, the episode for Limp Bizkit, they released a new album uh, titled "Still Sucks." Yeah, and it probably does. I have to imagine. I would too. You have to listen. I have to. You know what? I will. Well, you'll go find listen. out on Best of the Rest next week. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. It would shock me, Alex. Yeah. I have too much faith in you to think you would do that. Absolutely not. Come on. <sighs> but that's yeah. That's my. That was my oh. worst album. Listen, because yeah. it was the one that I was like, I like Ted Nugent lyrically awful, terrible, Abysmal. hated every second of it. Musically, but not musically. the worst. You know, so right. that like that kept him out of this category for me. But, Absolutely, but now I guess I got to go. What ten through six? Yes, sir. Yes, is that is that the way? Is that the way numbers work? That is that is the way, sir. That is the way. That's the uh, way it ought to be. Oh man, I'm glad we got through those categories without too much. I, we only had a couple that each other had chosen. You know, we didn't discuss this beforehand, yeah. really. Obviously, no, you guys no, had a collusion did. discussion apparently about your worst album listen, which I didn't know about. And now the collusion discussion was more me talking to Nick. I was like, I don't know my choice. And then Nick heavily hinting Just at... kind of pushing you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give us number 10. Love Go. it. All Go right. for it. Number 10 with a score of 36.4 is Mr. Ben Folds. Hey. Heck yeah. Yeah. How about that? Wait and see award winner. That's very true. Uh, number nine with just... Just a little bit more, thirty six point seven. So point three. Mm. Okay. Is Adele? Adele. 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 All right then. Yeah, fresh off the heels of her brand new album, Thirty. Right. And uh, coming in at number eight is U two with a thirty six point eight. So just Oof. wow, we're really close Very in close. here, but yeah. still no really like. That's my that's explores. my biggest upset. I right. take it back. My biggest upset isn't that upset. It's that that right. U two is above Ben Folds and Adele. Unfortunately for Ben Folds and Adele, U right. two has sold a ton of albums. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. Uh, after thirties, like one, once thirty finishes its sales cycle, though, they might be close. That's that true. true. Might have to revisit the scores. There's a chance. Um, and then with a thirty-seven point two, we have Paul Simon. Right. Right. Um, so these are all people we've mentioned so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, our number six artist has not been mentioned at all yet. Uh, I think I might know who it is. 37.6, Neil Young. Yeah, okay, that is who I thought yeah. it was. So I was going to say, are... he's got to be up here, but we yeah. haven't talked about him at all. He's he, And that like, only makes Looking sense. at his scores, he's just very consistently above average in every category, oh, yeah. which is right. where he, why he sits comfortably in the top, but there wasn't that one category that just like popped. So we didn't also the instrumental talent hurt him a little bit for that, that horrible singing <laughs> voice he has. 
it's even though he's a wonderful a, songwriter. It's um, a unique singing voice. We'll call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll call it a, a, an acquired taste. Yeah. So anyway, Pat, we got to find out about the best, the worst. Uh, yeah. Well, we're, tell me who won the categories this season. Who lost all of our categories? We're gonna start with our worst. Uh, I'd love to. We're gonna start with the worst categories. So we're gonna do our worst winners. They're really doing something here. And I'll tell you, so I have the winners and the runners-up for every category. Okay. And sometimes the runners-up unfortunately wins because, okay. as the rules dictate, nobody wins a category or loses a category twice. Right, 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 right. So just so everybody's aware, of you can have the highest score in four categories. You're winning one award, and that's at Sounds my good. discretion. Of course. Uh, so cultural impact is a category. <laughs> um. Uh. Great start. <laughs> I, well, I'm just going to take a second here. So cultural impact is defining your place in the cultural zeitgeist, the world. What, when you're gone, what impact have you left behind? And with a rousing point two, uh, the biggest loser of this season is Big Sam's Funky Nation. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I love them, though. Really good they to were listen funky. to. Really fun yeah. to listen to. You know, not gonna be a huge, uh, not not an indelible yep. mark on the world afterwards. Probably, Fair. I mean, uh, Fair. it's probably a very small nation if it's only a point two in cultural impact. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Uh, hey, enough to make up, a career out of playing music, and who yeah, could ask for more than that? <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. I'll take a point right? two cultural impact if I can make music oh, yeah. for the rest of my life and survive. I on agree. It. Uh, now, tripling Big Sam's score, so a point six. Uh, was our runner-up in this category, Alvin Lee. Okay. So uh, shout-out to Alvin, who uh, who didn't lose this category. Good job. Okay, so breadth of work. This one basically comes down to two artists who fought on multiple categories. So they each got to win one okay. um, in this category. And it's ironic, too, because I was sitting here, and I'm like, all right, well, whichever one won by the most. So they both came in like worst and second worst in a category and they both had a 0.5 difference between the two so it was like whatever happens happens right uh so breath of work is going to go to the penguins with a score of two so nobody really had that terrible of a breath of work this this season that's good you know uh and the trash men had a 2.5 right so just a little bit better than them uh I didn't know releasing talent. Surfing Bird like seven times got you a 2.5. Yeah, apparently it does. Uh, yeah. Apparently people bought it. Apparently that was it. That's what happened. Yeah, there you um, go. Instrumental Talent was an interesting one because the score that lost is a 1, and the next one that I have is a 2.1. So a full wow. 1.1 over, more than double. Wow. I have uh, no idea who it could be. Yeah, the loser is your favorite albums to listen to, Nick. The New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. just have There's no, there. <laughs> no boy band harmony talent, <laughs> don't play any instruments. Certainly Please can't leave. rap. Certainly Not no great. rapping. <laughs> uh, and then Animal Collective actually was uh, the 2.1. Okay. So just more than double New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Congratulations to them. Excellent. You know, Animal Collective being on an episode with uh, Ben Folds and Chad Atkins, I don't remember any of their stuff. It was you probably, well, that's for the probably best. for the yeah. best. Although they probably, I don't know if that helped them or hurt them because maybe we were in such a good mood. 
from that they got better scores. That's possible. Um, Could be. Songwriting. Uh, This one is another close close match of a .5 difference. And the loser didn't lose because the Penguins had the .3. Sure. But the Trash Men had a .8, and they win this category. Very good. And that is a combination of really not writing any songs. Yep, that's, uh, that's and the big their big big number is a cover. Yeah. Surfing yep. Bird is a cover, so. Right. Yeah. And then Poetic Talent. We had a bad lyrical season as we mentioned before. We did. Horrible. But this right here is my biggest upset of the season. Oh, and it is that I know exactly what it is. The B52s, Limp Biscuit and Ted Nugent all had point fives. All sure. were awful. They but were. I don't remember why we scored Animal Collective with a point three, so they lost. Oh, Ooh, wow! <laughs> so for some, like, I legitimately <laughs> oh, man. want to go back and revisit that. That's who lost this category right now. Yeah, is Animal Collective. I feel. Like I don't we're think wrong. there was much in terms of actual words going on. But in is that songs. not like, there better? There are very few. Lyrics. Is that not yeah, better I mean, than? <laughs> look, I hear I'm, you. That's definitely one that I think we should go back and revisit because I would prefer instrumental. I would give a higher score to somebody who didn't write lyrics than somebody who wrote uh, the lyrics that Limp Bizkit and Ted Nugent wrote. I hate to bring this up, but Chad Atkins isn't mentioned here because all of his songs are instrumental and he got a point one. He got the lowest score because we didn't. It wasn't that they were all instrumental. Know. It was that he didn't write the lyrics on the ones that weren't instrumental. He wrote uh, every song we listened to was instrumental. I did we, we didn't there listen were no, to any. No. No, there was there were no vocals. I could have sworn we listened to vocals. No, that was the reason because there were just no vocals to speak of. Yeah, but that's just a disqualifying score. That's not a point one like you're right. bad. It, right, exactly. Listen, if you give me the choice between listening to Chad Atkins, listening to Limp Biscuit, for the know, lyrics, I'm do. listening to of Chad course. Atkins. I agree. But yeah, that's my biggest upset, as well as the loser of the poetic talent category, Animal Collective. Yay! Unfortunate. <laughs> You're going to get that one again. Very sad. Okay. Well, now we need to know uh, the one winners. Five. Right. Uh, no, we're not doing uh, five through one yet I wanna, because... Uh, my apologies. We got to get apologies. the wieners first. Yes. I was ahead of the agenda. Everyone. My apologies. So every once in a while, we have these moments where you win a category. You're the best. You did it. Yes. Um... And we're going to go through that. So I love cultural, it. I love the, the music. <laughs> cultural impact. Uh, we had an easy winner this time because we had somebody hit the 10 category. And that is our man, Ray Charles. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, Ray Charles gets the 10, therefore he gets the win. Uh, and very sure, close no, to there him. There were some close ones. Very close to him with a 9.8. We had U2 as the runner. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, So, Breath of Work. Uh, We had another very close one, only a point two difference again. Uh, A 9.5 was given to Prince, who won this round. Right. Um, And then Willie Nelson with a 9.3. Okay. Now, Willie Nelson definitely for his quantity over, what, 90-something, right? Oh yeah, or not something incredible. Something um, like that. Prince yeah. had forty-two himself, and sold right. better, and that's why he won. Right. Moving on to instrumental, another point two difference. So we, I mean, the, when we got up there, we got up there. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm very, very happy with this one because winning instrumental talent with a 9.6 is Nick. Oh, yeah. Deservedly so, man. They're amazing. Yeah. Beautiful vocals. Chris Thiel's a virtuoso. Great yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Um, but a 9.4 goes to our girl Adele. Yeah. Who, Adele. Adele. A voice, right. a voice of the angels. And I think we were all surprised by her instrumental talent throughout. Her multi-instrumentalism yeah, cool her, her first playing, album yeah. and things like that. Absolutely. Uh, songwriting. Now, this is a case where the winner didn't win. So Got winning, winning with an 8.7 is Joni Mitchell. Congratulations to Joni. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, right. But Ben Fold scored a 9 in this category. So, uh, but Joni Mitchell with the 8.7 won because Ben Folds with a 9.5 took our poetic talent category. Okay. And Neil Young, now this is a huge difference here, and this goes to show you. Right. Ben Folds with a 9.5, Neil Young, 8.1. So Ben folds with a full 1.4 on top of that. Wow. Just shout out to him for that. And then our X Factor. So we don't do a worst X Factor because a lot of right. artists get nothing. Most artists don't get anything. Um, this is a flat tie that will go to somebody because somebody already won a category. So winning X Factor with a four, Willie Nelson. Okay. okay, Willie. Shout out to Willie. Um, Ray Charles also scored a four, but he okay. won our culture win back, so he doesn't get right. Enough. Fair enough. Um, well, very exciting. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. We did it. Very lovely. Those very are lovely. our categories. Now we have a couple fun ones left before we do our top five. All right. Um, for what I will say is the winner, winner, win, winner. I'm winner. using air quotes. He, I'm hoping right. they come across in the podcast. I I could hear it. Of the worst artist of the season, also known Ooh. as I have a two-inch micro penis. Said Award. Animal Collective with a seven point uh. nine. Wow. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, which is second worst of all time. Is Pavement still the worst? Pavement is not the no, worst. The worst? No, they're not. So the, the worst Devils. of all red time Devils, is the Red yeah. Devils who don't exist. Right. So literally, the only reason Animal Collective not existing hurt them a lot. (laughs) Yeah, the only reason Animal Collective isn't the worst band we did of all time is because we did a band who apparently, according to rumors, played at clubs once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's basically what it boiled down to with them was like we listened to like snippets of songs from them and they played in clubs and it was like, well, how do we how do we score any of this? And we were very kind to them on some stuff too. But I'll tell you what, I absolutely love digging out like the I'll bet you've never heard of this before type Oh, story. absolutely. I love finding that. Yeah, but Animal Collective, uh, 7.9. Uh, the Trashmen were the runners-up with an 8.6. Hmm. Eek. So, so <laughs> that was uh, that. At was least that. we spread them out. Yeah, I'm, that's true, you know. I, I will say we had a couple artists this season. Uh, we had three artists go into our F tier. Uh, so Animal That's Collective, right. the Trashmen, and the Penguins. Poor, they well, were the our... Penguins, it wasn't their fault. No, it wasn't. And that's what, for the Trashmen, it was, it was their fault. It was a little but more for the Penguins, fault. it wasn't their fault. You know, and that happens. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the only artist to have, to have had that happen to. Four Non Blondes had that, where right. they had one album. What do we do? They, they're in an F tier. Yeah. I have a serious question for you guys. All right. Seriously do you remember asking? Animal Collective? Because I'm, I'm trying so hard to remember... A single one, like what they sounded like at all, and I can't. Uh, so 
their first album was the one that was like this season's Jesus and Mary Chain, where it was yeah, just it was like all fuzz and feedback fuzz. sounds over the music. You know what? Now I remember it. them. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... they deserve they deserve fools. <laughs> I hated them. I remember hating them now. Yeah. Okay, bad. good. I'm glad I could trigger that memory for you. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well... Okay. Since the track wasn't over, we're going to do our top five. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Got to do our top five, um, which also will coincide with our overall season winner. Um, I am very excited. We So we did have three uh, artists hit the A, A tier for us, which we've established is 40 between, yeah, 40 or more, well, 40 to 50, because you hit S yeah, tier. I, almost no one hits 50, but yes. That's true. Um, number five overall, with a 37.7, Super Tramp. Hey, excellent. Yeah, so they deserve just to be last there. week. Just, right. just right there. Just, just happened. Love it. Absolutely. Uh, number four all time. Not all time. I mean, I done all, all time. time. Could be. I don't think so though. Um, Fourth greatest artist who's ever lived. Thirty nine flat for Rachel. Mm. Good. Love so, to see Ray. Now we're in our our top three. The bronze medal this season. Okay. Uh, goes to our girl Joni Mitchell. Hey, all right. Joni. Excellent. Love Joni. Went to Joni Mitchell, and we didn't even listen to Blue. She still got yeah. a 40. And she deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I think I I'll think just I say the gold. No. I think I. you're going to just say the gold. Can I guess who the silver is if you uh, go for the gold? You can guess. Yeah, I think I know. So I'm going to say the gold first, and then let you guess the silver. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So uh, winning the gold. Hold on. Let me... This is more important than this music. Because this is a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. The winner of season three, with a score of 44.3, is Prince. Yeah, wow. okay. That, yeah. I kind of had a feeling that that's where that was going. Yeah, Prince was quite a revelation. Yeah? I uh, really now, enjoyed. Really enjoyed. Now, I think I know who must be get the silver medal you have and to. i think we might have even mentioned his name earlier because there's no way yeah. it's not willie nelson it is willie nelson it's gotta be willie willie okay. nelson with a 40.5 okay uh winning very cool the silver medal for season three proud of him so like i said a very up and down season we had some high highs i mean prince willie nelson Joni mitchell all the top 15 really mm-hmm. enjoyed them but you did kind of see like once we got to 15 and we're only in the low 30s, it was a sure. rough one. It was a rough you know, one. Some, some honorable mention. I'll give a couple from each category real quick. Okay. Um, so in the the B tier, because we didn't have any S tier, so we have the A tier, which was Prince Willie and right. Joni. The B yes. tier, some people we didn't mention, uh, Panic at the Disco with a 32.7. Um, and Jack Johnson just squeaking in with a 30 exactly. Good for him. Wow. Um, now some fun ones from the quote unquote C tier, uh, Procol Harum, Nickel just Creek. Just missed, right? Just missed to twenty nine point eight, so just missed. Yeah. But uh, Nickel Creek re- was there, really great. Um, so great. The Cardigans are in this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guster, you had mentioned them, Alex. Yeah. Uh, the the D tier, the, the where we're starting to get starting womp, to get womp. a little rough. The teens, um, essentially, right? Yeah, and these are where we had, you know, One Direction, 
Wolf Mother, uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Shockingly enough, the Lumineers. I wish we had them higher. Uh, lack of work for them. I know, though. but they were a category. They were uh, the runner-up in my wait and see. I don't, did I mention that? You did. I didn't mention that just in case you had them, Nick. But they were my runner-up for wait and see. Understandable. Because we have to wait and see. We will. Um, and then we did have Wild Cherry. Also, the Cordettes. Um, some sure. people, you know, not really their fault, but they had to be no. here. And then I already mentioned our our three in the F tier. But I love that there's three in the A tier and three in the F tier. Love that's the good symmetry balance. there. Yeah, perfectly balanced <laughs> as all things should be. Yeah, for sure. But uh, what a fun season. Um, you guys, I didn't, uh, what? Do you guys know how uh, America's Got Talent has the golden buzzer? Where no. like no matter what the other people say, you press the golden buzzer and that person makes it to Hollywood. I do. I'm I pressing do. my golden buzzer for the winner of this season. Limp Biscuit, everybody. Everybody <laughs> celebrate. Limp Biscuit. Break stuff, <laughs> everybody. You loser. That's what I have to say about that. Oh, man. Limp Biscuit. Well, if you used your golden buzzer on Limp Biscuit, I'd have to explain why Alex wasn't in this in this podcast anymore. <laughs> you just edit around my entire like. Yeah, my, that's, my voice. it'd be like, oh no, I don't. Alex wasn't here. It was just Nick and I talking back and forth. Pat, you said yeah. Alex's name like a bunch of times, like you were talking really, to him. I don't remember that. No, I don't. I I, I could have just edited that out. I didn't. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, wow. a really interesting season. Uh, yes. You know, can't wait to start season four. Yeah, I was gonna say we mentioned it's our, be that time. Uh, we mentioned our what ten artists already. You mentioned that before, Nick. I last did. Episode. So go back to yes the the season finale if you'd like to hear that again. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'll say it again. I said it last season. I'll say it again. Uh, you know, next season we'll do Rush. <laughs> you just keep saying <laughs> always, it. always keep saying it. Maybe one day it'll be true. Yeah, and it definitely um, will be. Some They're stuff on the schedule. Some season stuff four. to look forward to. Um, obviously, this is our award show next week you'll have our best of the rest. So those are the albums that we did not listen to from artists on the podcast last season. Um, we each get five. We'll rank them. We'll all listen. It'll be a good time. It'll be fun. Always is. Uh, I We might have one in between that and the start of season four. Um, we'll know more about that next week when you listen to the best of the rest. We'll tell you what the next episode is. Perfect. Until then, stay tuned. Does anyone have anything to say before we sign off? Golden Buzzer Limp Biscuit. Yeah, we're definitely not golden buzzering with this. Yeah. Uh, but what we will say is, if you guys are enjoying sure. Totem Talks, please share yeah. it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Um, not quite sure weeks-wise when this is coming out. might be after the holidays. If it is, have, be hope you had a happy holidays. Uh, but most importantly, have a great day. Spay new to your pets. All right, jumping back in here. Uh, um, after you guys dupes. already heard the outro, um, so if you stuck through this, you're one of like probably the eight people that'll do this. Um, we never talked about the highest and lowest rated episodes, which is important because I did that. That that it requires is. literally the most math because I have yes. to get the average score of every episode, and that's so we're doing it. Well, you did average. Yeah. You didn't just do adding them all up. You add them all that's up and get the average score. Yeah. Oh, I just I didn't I thought you were doing total. That's interesting. Average. That's interesting. Yeah. That changes it up. I mean, you get the up. same number either way, but yeah, almost hit definitely. us with it. Uh, so we'll start with lowest, lowest rated episode. Um, so we have two. Um, you know, because that's what I did. Uh, second right. place here with a nineteen point four three average. So averaging right in that just nasty D tier. Uh, we yeah. had season three, episode eight. I don't know why I said season three. It's clearly season three. It's the season three award show. Yes. 
Uh, but episode eight, anyone remember who that was? Uh, it was Billie Eilish, the psychedelic Billie furs, psychedelic and puddle furs. Of mud. Yeah. So Billie Eilish won that episode with a twenty-three point three. Okay. On the other, the other two scored a nineteen point two and a fifteen point eight, respectively. Rough. Uh, but actually losing that category was season three, episode sixteen, with a score of seventeen point five seven average, which was of course One Direction. The Penguins uh, and Group Love, right? Group that Love winning that episode with a twenty-four point five, deservedly so. Yes, but yeah. the Penguins having a an eight point seven really dragged yeah, dragged them right down. down. Uh, and then and we'll move into our highest rated episodes. So with a thirty-one point two seven total score, we had season three episode twenty-one. Which anyone? No, no, no. Willie Nelson, Black Keys, uh, Willie yeah. Nelson, yeah. and okay. Nora Jones. That is correct. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, Willie. Yeah, Willie. Really, Willie pulled helps. that one up. And then winning overall, very close, very close. With a thirty-two point three seven, was season three, episode twenty-three, which was Joni Mitchell, Ozzy Osbourne, and Mark yeah. Anthony. He got mentioned yeah. on this episode that he was Good on this him. season. Top-selling tropical salsa artist of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a professor really of mine win a Grammy for for um, producing Mark Mark Anthony's album. Oh, really? Love that. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, no, I don't know if you that's listened. To that he was an was... asshole. He was an asshole. Uh, Mark was... Anthony was. Yeah. No, the prof- the professor. professor? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa, crazy. Well, yeah, um, I was gonna say, cannot comment on Mark Anthony. So I I don't know if you listened to that episode, Alex, but because uh, that wasn't when you were on, but. Just came I, out two I, days ago. When I read, yeah. oh yeah, as the time of recording, you're right. Um, I when I read his like blurb on Wikipedia to like start the thing, I legitimately thought he said like they said world's <laughs> like world's most famous salsa, <laughs> like like seller of salsa, tropical salsa. <laughs> and I was like, what was quite on funny. earth? Wow! <laughs> it took me. A, I had like a oh, like a okay. full brain fart. That's hilarious. Uh, but because I have to do it again, I have to push this button again. And we have to do the outro again now. That was it. I just, we had to say it. We had to go through. Now we finished everything. I don't feel like editing that somewhere in the episode. It'll sound fake. So you get a little, this is the post credit scene. This is like a hidden track. Exactly. Have a great day. If you play this episode backwards. Have a great day.